the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Welcome in. Rob Black and your money. Man, it does not look great out there right now. And I'm not talking about the stock market. I'm just talking about the world. I saw some pictures of the Wuhan airport. It's a big, legit airport. It's not like a backcountry. We don't know where this virus started kind of world. It's a big airport. And it looks like a zombie apocalypse movie. It's pretty surreal. Um, you're seeing today crazy stuff. Jeff Bezos, $10 billion, trying to fight climate change. He's made a donation into the Bezos World Fund. You're seeing Apple Outlook cut, renewing questions about China over-reliance. It brings up the question, yes, China has the technology to manufacture these great phones, and China has the people to do it at low cost. But China is also kind of the origin of some not-so-good human stories, whether it's how they treat some of their own citizens to how they treat some other religions to their food supply and how it tends to get corrupt and tainted a little bit more often than it should in the 21st century, we think. Um, And again, my knowledge of food corruption chain supply is is silly. Big headline out there that locusts are swarming, ravaging East Africa are the size of cities. That just sounds like, huh, I wonder if that's normal. I wonder what we could do about it. Infection cases top 73,000 plus. 1,873 people have died around the world. So in those kind of numbers, it's not worse than the common flu in the United States. In the, we can contain the flu with flu shots, but we don't have one for this guy. It brings up a lot of questions. Elon Musk is calling Bill Gates underwhelming after Bill Gates purchased a Porsche Taycan all-electric vehicle. And it just it shows that these guys have egos. Um, I don't know what to say other than I think the electric vehicle push brought about by Elon Musk, whether he did it intentionally or not, whether he is the grandfather of the modern electric vehicle or not, Um, it has to be a good thing because we can cut down on pollution, which whether pollution causes cancer or pollution is causing global strife with, you know, locust swarms along East Africa that are sizes of cities. I hate locusts. I don't mind cockroaches. I don't mind flying bugs. I don't mind snakes. I don't mind rats. But for some reason, locust freaks me out. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Another story about climate change right now, reshaping the Atlantic fisheries. 
I don't get too caught up in story stock investing like global warming or stories of long lines of like marijuana. More people are using marijuana. I get it. Story stocks, I, I think you have to kind of separate them at times and figure out what's investable, what's not investable. Just throwing it out there for you that I don't always agree. Um, I don't always take the road that you may think is the wisest. For instance, someone emailed me, and people sometimes, I don't think they're trying to be contentious. I just, I'm thinking, have you thought this through? I'll get an email on occasion, like, um, with Tesla going, uh, I don't even know the hypothetical to give you on this one. But they're always like, um, oh, with the whole Mets controversy last week, I talked about this briefly. If you want to buy into the Mets not getting a coach and the Houston Astros thing, the cheating signal, trash can beating World Series, should it be void or not void? If you want to get into that and like try to find an investment idea, this guy did. And he, he found Madison Square Garden and sports franchises. And there was a story last week about NBA franchises going higher. The Knicks are part of the MSG. There's a story, you know, hockey's not the story of like franchises are going for record numbers, but they're not going on discount either. All that work led him to wanting to buy a stock. And I'm like, did you even look at the numbers of the company? Like, I'm more of a numbers guy. He's more of a story guy. You know who's fascinating to me right now is Mark Zuckerberg. Going from college wonder kid, did he steal the technology? Did not steal the technology? Did he rip people off? Did he not? He is just, he is stoically robotic. It's like the TV show iRobot. He could be iRobot. Zuckerberg, over the weekend, specified areas he hopes for content regulation, including a different model for platforms, legal liability, and for enforcement to emphasize removing viral content as quickly as possible. It gets a little bit granular on what do we really expect from our governments to get out of Facebook. We know there's multiple investigations. They use looking into whether it's data collection practices comply with antitrust law. There's a failure to comply with legislation on data protection. But Zuckerberg's kind of started to say, go ahead and regulate me. And I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing. Um, he thinks that he can kind of get through the regulation better than his competitors. I don't know at what point in time he becomes a true liability to Facebook. Um, we've seen Microsoft get a resurgence after they replaced Steve Ballmer as CEO. We've seen Google kind of um, – Microsoft is the best example. We've seen Apple – Steve Jobs created a great platform. Tim Cook doubled the size of Apple. Um, he did a pretty darn good job with a big company, growing it even bigger. Stock performance-wise, I'd take Tim Cook over Steve Jobs. Weird thing to say about a dead man, right? Wow. Speaking of Steve Jobs and Apple, Apple's still reportedly planning to launch a new iPhone next month. Interesting, right? So how pervasive is the issue? It's going to be a low-cost iPhone. Company said that it did not expect to meet its revenue target for March. At the same time, 
a budget-friendly iPhone is expected to resemble the iPhone 8, but have the same processor as the iPhone 11 and the iPhone 11 Pro. Um, so that's out there. Oh, have you figured that out yet, that Apple's going to do everything in a Pro version? Which is, I think, genius marketing. It, it may piss people off at some point. And, uh, but I think it's genius marketing. An iPad Pro, it's better than an iPad in your head. Uh, will they come out with a Watch Pro at some point in time? It's for the true serious athletes, not just for the gym athlete. AirPod Pros, we can charge $50 more because these are at least 2% better. So that's going on out there. Um, we could talk smart speakers a little bit later in the show. We could talk some other areas that are, are of interesting right now, like Jet Black's demise ushers a new era for Walmart. Retiring without a mortgage. You tell me. Drop me an email today. Rob at robblackshow.com. It's rob at robblackshow.com. Open air, open microphone, all about you. You can find me at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. I'm Rob Black. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and your money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW and streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. I'm Rob Black. Talking all things financial, money investing, more. Big warning out of Apple. And uh, I I think they kind of dropped it on the markets yesterday. I don't know if it was intentional. I don't know if we should read too much into it. Um, But that's what's coloring stocks today. Um, Chip stocks are diving on Apple's lead. Essentially, Apple came out and said something along the lines of the coronavirus is going to disrupt Apple iPhone shipments. And I heard reports of the iPod Pros and much, much more. Not much, much more. I heard those two extensively and a little bit more. Apple suppliers and partners are in the eye of what would be referred to as the COVID-19. The new name for coronavirus, COVID-19. Corvo is a publicly traded company. Corvo with a Q-O. Radio frequency chip supplier, they're down 2.5% today. About 30% of their revenue, uh, of Corvo's revenue, comes from Apple. So the question is, does this become a buying opportunity or a selling situation? Apple suppliers and partners are getting hit hard following the iPhone maker's revenue warning. Look, the market's been looking for an excuse to sell off. Is this it? It's a pretty interesting question. Um, not just direct Apple suppliers, but companies like Micron and Intel and Broadcom also falling. Because if Apple has to shut down some of their chip factories, or if it's slower to get up to workers' 24-hour or notice or 40-hour work week, or in China, what is it, a 60-hour work week? Well, I don't even know. But you get the idea, right? Is there a ripple effect that could hit other semiconductor companies that have the uh, semiconductor manufacturing facilities that when people are you know sick it's not ideal anyhow um that's the top story of the day and it's coloring us pretty much so correct other stories of the day walmart earnings and outlooks fall short 
as holiday season disappoints. So here we are in the middle of February and we're talking about Christmas. Walmart reported e-commerce growth at 35%. That's a headline that jumps out at you. Jumps out like a mountain lion. And you're like, well, so you, you kind of like grasp it. But then you also hear like they're having problems being profitable with their e-commerce initiatives. And at some point in time, a CEO has to go to his e-commerce initiative team and go put up or shut up. But Walmart's also blaming political unrest in Chile, where protests have caused disruptions in Walmart stores. I know you're saying, are you messing with me, Rob Black, that Walmart is blaming a Chilean disruption due to protesting? Uh Uh-huh. It is what it is, right? SpaceX signs a deal to fly four space tourists around Earth in about two years. A lot of people are trying to play the, the space race. And the best way to do it right now, if you want it just the pure speculation, and I'm not recommending this, Galactic Virgin for Virgin Galactic. Um, they're trying to set up space tourism. I don't know. If I was given a chance to go up in a space module, would I? And the answer is not likely. So what else do we have going on out there? Um, Samsung is probably the biggest winner from Apple's supply disruption. And again, let's talk about the supply disruption for a little bit longer. The coronavirus is not contained. We don't feel that there's peak numbers in any way, shape, or form. We don't feel there's peak um, infection. We don't feel you're seeing things along the lines of France saying this could be a pandemic. This could get worse before it gets better. Um, a lot of researchers are starting to say it could take you know, a good year to get this under complete control. With that said, it could be also gone in two weeks if everyone did what they're supposed to do, but that's not likely, right? Remember, there was a cruise ship looking for a dock a couple weeks ago, and they went to five different docks, and they refused, 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 refused. Finally, they get a one that lets the passengers off. Passengers instantly start island hopping, instantly start taking planes home. And that's the big concern is how many people on that boat were sick, because we know at least one American was. So there's different cases going on here. Um, and again, don't get too caught up in it. You'll probably hear a lot about, like I said, Samsung's a big winner. And then you see Motorola um, and Samsung already started to report that the newest folding phones are breaking and attracting scratches. Motorola's got this really cool-looking flip phone, but it takes two hands to open it. And I I don't know. I was reading a review of a man who used it for one day, and he's like, I don't know. There's a lot of cool features in it, but... Um, when it folds, it cracks is no good. And the Samsung Galaxy Z Flip display, um, it's, it's be careful. So I don't know. It seems like Samsung should just make a, a good functioning phone instead of like the next step forward phone. I don't know. They get some good old fashioned function phones, but they feel old fashioned. So Apple's shaving off a lot of points today on Wall Street. Is it a buying opportunity is probably like the big question. It's only down 3%, 2.4%. And it was basically at all-time highs last week. Maybe not all-time highs, but like 20 cents off of all-time highs. So that's out there. 
Bloomberg is surging in the polls. He has qualified for the Las Vegas Democratic debates. Um, he's a Democratic presidential hopeful. He's unveiled a plan to crack down on Wall Street. Some of his proposals include a financial transaction co- uh, tax. He wants to merge mortgage giants Fannie and Freddie, creating a new team within the Department of Justice to target corporate crimes. And uh, I don't think that one sounds too crazy. He is coming out with a lot of plans a lot, very, very quickly. And it's something you should, again, you should pay attention to only if you believe Wall Street and Main Street kind of converge and that politics does have impacts. And again, I'm not going to ever tell anyone how to vote. So that's for another show at another time. And you don't want my opinions. So 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about. Uh, Dallas falling for a third day. So remember, Monday we were closed, but Thursday and Friday we had kind of a slow days. We are not really going anywhere fast in the stock market this year. But it's worthy of note that um, we're not really panicking and we're not really rallying. We're rallying on the depths, but you get the idea. So, by the way, that Richard Branson galactic, very speculative space tourism thing, ticker symbol SPCE. If you want to see crazy charts, go take a look at that crazy chart. You can find me online at Rob Black Show. It's Rob Black Show. Got some great podcasts that are always coming out. I'd love to see you download a couple of them and or some of the downloadables at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. Anyhow, I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Talking a little bit more about the markets is Apple issues revenue warning on the coronavirus, and that's a big story. Apple's a big company. Apple's puts their product in a lot of people's hands. So you see their stock get hit to the tune of $33 billion in market cap value, but I just say 2.4%. Eh? Like, eh? Which is it? Is it $33 billion or is it 2.5%? Um, Apple said the outbreak has temporarily constrained global iPhone supply and it's dragged on demand in China. Um, work is starting to resume around the country. Apple didn't throw in the towel. And some people would almost want them to kind of um, get kind of, you know, throw the baby in the bathwater out. And then later on, you're saying, hey, I got the baby. I got the baby. The bathwater's gone. Jeff Bezos says he's given $10 billion to fight climate change. And some people instantly jumped on this and said, how about get out of the packaging business and the extra packaging business in your, your packages that you're sending, Mr. Bezos? It's called the Bezos Earth Fund. I'm not knocking a $10 billion initiative. The richest man in the world estimated worth of about $130 billion. $10 billion is about 7.7% of that. I think that's great. Bill Gates has got the giving pledge where he's asking billionaires to give half their wealth, essentially, when they die. And most top billionaires have signed it. Out of the top five, the one that hasn't, Jeff Bezos. And here, that, that, that begs the question of whose money are we spending anyway? It's none of my business how he spends his money, in theory. You could say things like, he, he benefited enormously. He's the richest man in the world. He should give back. I, I'm not 
spending other people's money. That's why I always say on this show, on any stocks before you take any action, consult a broker advisor before taking any action, because it's your money. And uh, I look at it as like if I was a, a dancer, like a go-go dancer, not like anything raunchy, just like a go-go dancer. And like some club hires me to dance like really like high energy. I work hard for that money. And you could say, well, it's a workout. But yeah, but it's still pretty hard for that money. So 800-516-1228 calls on the air. Chernobyl-like response by China means the worst is yet to come for the coronavirus, so says Raymond James. Raymond James is one of those, I want to say they were a regional brokerage. They're in the south of the United States for a long period of time before the whole industry started to consolidate. But Raymond James said China's delayed response is inciting comparisons to the Soviet Union's response to the Chernobyl nuclear disaster. Ah, ah, see? China's slow reaction and continued unanswered questions appear to be sowing real concerns amongst the Chinese people, wrote a team of Raymond James analysts. These are some, I want you to at least think about this. I want this to at least be on your head. That that is a worst case scenario is this is Chernobyl-like. Best case scenario, we get through two weeks of no more infections and it goes away. dun da 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 and the truth is going to be somewhere probably in the middle. With that said, um, like here's a weird benefit for Apple. Uh, Apple makes a product that is technology, right? And I just saw someone throw away one of their old 5SEs or Apple 4s. Maybe it was a 5. And it still worked. But it wasn't doing anything that it was supposed to be doing compared to the new softwares. So the inventory gets old every year. And as inventory and technology works in the magical world of Moore's Law of smaller, cheaper, faster, I don't get to the double capacitors. You don't have to go that far. And you don't have to get Moore's Law totally right to understand that this year's model of tech is going to be obsolete instantly within a year. Um, Or I guess instantly isn't within a year, but you get the idea. So when I read reports like uh, Raymond James saying the worst is yet to come, in the United States, CDC has confirmed 15 cases. But Raymond James said it'll at least be two weeks to four weeks before there's any clarity of the spread in the United States. So saying it's increasing its likelihood of notable widespread in the United States from one in seven to one in five. So they're giving it a 20% chance. Um... And one thing about this coronavirus, or one thing about Raymond James in the report that I think is, I'm going to highlight for you. They think that when the coronavirus initially hit and fell back, so it hit the markets kind of pretty hard late January, early February, pulled back the markets, and the markets rallied. Raymond James said, you know, the reason the market rallied is people have cash and bonds aren't a great idea. So they're looking around, scratching their heads, and they're going, where can we put this money? And a lot of people put it in the most heavily traded stocks. Microsoft, Amazon, Google Alphabet, Apple. You get the idea. So one in five, how do you feel about what that chances? Should you go buy your masks and your thermometers now? So... I don't know. I've got a friend who's on a cruise right now, and 
I'm not hoping for the virus to hit the cruise, but I'm hoping for great stories coming out of it, if that makes any sense. Like, people got really nervous. People locked themselves up. Uh-huh. So, interesting to note that uh, some billionaires are bickering. I don't even know if it's a bickering at this point in time, but um, it's been reported that Bill Gates bought a Porsche uh, Cayenne. Is that right? Uh, now I blow it. So when I get the chance to tell the story, I blow it. Porsche Taycan? I'm so bad with cars. Um, but you get the idea. So Bill Gates goes out and he buys basically the direct competitor to Elon Musk's electric vehicles. And it's almost like billionaires are spatting with each other. Bill Gates said, hey, it's the first electric vehicle I got. The Porsche, it's, it's, it's nice. And I think a lot of people look at Bill Gates and um, say, you know, he's a good guy. 20, 30 years ago, we hated him because Microsoft was the evil empire that seemed to nickel and dime us on everything and seems to steal ideas from other companies and just implement it in, just like Facebook, just like Apple. But Elon Musk took a shot at Bill Gates on Twitter, saying conversations with him had been underwhelming, basically saying he doesn't feel he's all that smart. So it's the Porsche Taycan. It's a $103,800 vehicle. It's the first all-electric vehicle. And it's a direct competitor. But one of the things that Bill Gates said was he still says that it's very, very cool. Um, he's 64 years old now. I would say he's the grandfather of, I don't want to say grandfather of technology, but something in those lines. Bill Gates and Elon Musk have talked about you know the fear of artificial intelligence. But he took a little bit of shot saying, you know, that the electric Bill Gates said electric vehicles still will get some people range anxiety. And Musk just basically said, yeah, I don't find him all that interesting. <laughs> That's an insult, right? Underwhelming. Uh, some people would call them both geniuses. But when one genius calls another genius underwhelming, I get it. I get it. So global stocks did tank. You know, I told you that, you know, one of the first things I do before coming into the market is around 3.30, 4.30 in the morning as I look at the global markets and the stock stories. And fortunately, this was an easy one to figure out because Apple announced yesterday about their weakness in Asia. And again, uh, Apple's pretty much so in the front lines. So when they say they're having factory weakness, it's not something you should take lightly temporarily constraining global iPhone supply and dragging on demand. Oh, oh, one one piece that I didn't tie together that I wanted to tie together. The smaller, cheaper, faster environment that companies like Apple fight in and work in, if their supply chain does get disrupted, it is a disaster in the short term. But it also helps clear out all inventory of all products in markets that you know still have non-coronavirus kind of issues. Wow, Medtronic's down 4% today. Medtronic's a company that makes um, stents and valves and like all of these medical devices that go in your body. It's um, a services company, but it's also a medical device company. Um, they're in 160-plus countries. They're in cardiac vascular groups, minimally invasive technologies, restorative therapies. So they're always on my shopping list. And when I see that they're down 5% in a day, I'm like, wonder what that's all about. The revenue disappointed, the coronavirus 
coronavirus impact being assessed. Huh. Who knew medical devices could be a problem? But if you have big business in China and you can't deliver product, you can't manufacture product, It's you, you can see how it could hit companies that you're not really thinking of. Revenue came in below expectations. They raised its full-year adjusted earnings forecast. That's positive. But they did say the coronavirus would hurt its current results, adding that its size of the impact is difficult to quantify. I think that's something that Apple kind of told us, because when they reported earnings three weeks ago, they're like, we're watching this coronavirus. And then three weeks later, they're like, we're going to lower our guidance because of this coronavirus. Um, and if we're not getting good information from China, and if there is a cover-up like Chernobyl, it brings in a serious question about Wall Street. How much risk or how much exposure do you want to that risk? I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. You can find me online at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. There's some good downloadables, some great blogs. Um, I oversee a lot of this with CFP Chad Burton. You can find out more information at newfocusfinancial.com. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. Believer! I'm a big fan. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. I love alternative music and alt-rock, I guess. But I, too, have limits. I was taking a look at the concert that's coming this summer of Green Day and um, Weezer and one other band who doesn't really excite me. But I've seen decent tickets are running for over $1,000. I'm like, man, Napster really blew it. Because Napster took all the money out of CDs and people started downloading illegal copies of music. I, it was bound to happen. I'm not going to totally blame Sean Parker and Napster. There they was just an easy tool for us to do it. But when you're paying 1000 bucks for a concert, see, that's a lot. But that's what the artists have done. And on top of it, the artists have come up with, well, if they're not going to be buying CDs because Spotify and Apple Music pay one millionth of a penny for every time we stream a song with them, then we better come up with new ways of, of doing it. I was looking again at the tickets and almost every ticket you can buy now, a ticket master, live nation, or any of the, the groups, access tickets, whatever. I'm not endorsing any of them. If you know what I'm saying, but now a lot of the artists have meet us before the event and take a picture. And what they do is they sell, I would say 200, 300 people, VIP packages where you get a free laminate. Cool. And if you pay 150 instead of 100 bucks, then you get a signed free laminate and you get a picture and it turns into a kind of a factory thing. Everyone lines up, you get a picture with the artist. And I saw like the Weezer, they're doing it. I'm like, you already made yeah. I'm not going to knock it, but I'm just saying, even I have limits. One of the things I do when I, I have some downtime and President's Day, I had a little bit of downtime, I really start looking at international news, BBC kind of stuff. Southeast Kenya is going through some major problems right now with locusts. And that rekindled just a fear in me. As a child, I lived on the East Coast. I want to say the locusts came every 10, 11, 12 years or something like that. I don't even know. It shows you my depth of knowledge is really all about stocks. But these bugs would make this horrible uh, sound. And then when it's time for them to molt or whatever, they would leave these exoskeletons on trees. And I was just like, I was haunted by those things. 
They were horrific. So Kenya is going through a problem right now that the number of locusts in East Africa, it could expand 500 times and basically destroy, you know, food problem, uh, food. So we have a lot of problems in the world. If you take a look at the headline news, we've got famine in East Africa tied towards locusts. And it seems to be getting worse. And they're the size of a city right now. When you hear that, it's pretty crazy. It's, I'm not going to say biblical, but I think there is a tied up, you know, locust in the Bible, right? And then you look at some of the other disasters, the uh, flooding in the southeast of the United States, historic flooding. And you're like, we've been around for a long time. We haven't been around as long as Italy. And you see the flooding that's going on in Italy or the flooding and then sometimes the complete disappearance of, of water in cities that are boat bound. So there's a lot going on. You see the coronavirus. Um, Mother Nature's way of striking back. There's a lot to stress about. As an investor, your portfolio has to take your stress involved. It has to, like, you have to combine those two issues. I see infection cases topping 73,000 in the virus update, and I can tell you, that's not good. It's still not a significant number of deaths when you're talking about 1,873. But when you start talking about people being afraid to look at each other, sneeze around each other, work together, when you see the numbers rising aggressively, you know, key developments, the death tolls now 1,868, total cases 72,000. So it's not killing, it's not a death sentence. Um, the Wabi uh, County, uh, reported 1,800 new cases, 93 more deaths. I mean, so that's really the hotbed of it, according to like our statistics. China's ramping up virus propaganda and stirs even more outrage. Experts are saying the outbreak could peak in some areas by the end of February. Apple cutting its revenue. So it's pretty big in the news. Sanofi, you can buy a publicly traded company called Sanofi. It's a French pharmaceutical company. They've jumped in the race to combat the fast-spreading coronavirus betting that earlier worked in the pursuit of a SARS vaccine could accelerate its effort. China's cracking down on people who, because they have your Google records, and I'm not saying Google, because they have your search records, because China keeps all their search records, because they have all the financial transactions, because they, they monitor their citizens. They're cracking down on citizens now and going to their houses and finding out did you research fever drugs? Is there any reason you researched fever drugs? So this is getting a little bit bigger. Intercontinental Hotels is saying this is a short-term blip. Walmart saying that their first quarter earnings are going to be hit by it. Apple slumping after. So you can see kind of how the story has it like this. It's pretty encompassing. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about money investing and more. Don't be shy. If you have questions and you're worried about investments, I can talk about growth stocks or income stocks. Um, for instance, here's a crazy one, Qualcomm. Earnings per share growth of 22% expected for 2020, but a lot of that's tied towards the coronavirus or uh, manufacturing in China. But it's, it's yielding a ton of cash, 
Um, State Street Bank, STT, not a lot of exposure to the coronavirus. Earnings per share growth of about 17.6%. Free cash flow of about 20%, 19.7%. So they got a lot of cash flow to buy back shares. So you can find things to hide into. And again, consult a broker advisor for taking any stocks on any, anything mentioned on the show. Tomorrow, I can change my mind on State Street or Qualcomm um, or Anthem. But there are ideas out there. You don't have to be encompassed by this negativity. Find me at newfocusfinancial.com.